Joining you know us, who's not overrated? No. It's Alex Cora. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Red Sox manager Alex Cora, brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by Fine Mass Money. Go to finemassmoney.com. See if you have money waiting for you and by Arbella here for Boston fans, here for good. A guy that will will never make the Ruben Whiteout party list, not because he isn't worthy, but because he's busy managing his baseball team. Alex Cora with Gresham Fourier. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Hanging in there, trying to not float away with all the uh, rain of the past couple of days. And Alex, it fe- <laughs> I mean, if it's crazy because it feels like, well, Alex at forty and forty. Well, Alex at forty three and forty three. Uh, like you're, well, you're Alex is zero and zero. <laughs> it's really amazing. It 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 is. I don't want to say. Does it feel like you're running in place a little bit right now? Um. Yes and no. Um, obviously. You know, if you start looking at the pitching staff, uh, it's been tough as far as like, dangerous, right? You start looking at it, you know, um, you know, Sale, Kluver, with um, Tanner, and then the last one with Witt, you know? So <clears throat> it's a tough week for us as far as, like, what the plan is going to be. Uh, we got Bayo and Cutter uh, going on uh, on Thursday. There's a good chance we'll push back uh, Pax on Saturday. And then on on Friday and Saturday, uh, we're probably going to have a bullpen day. Well, understanding that Nick is going to pitch a lot of innings probably Friday. But uh, it's been a grind, to be honest with you. But uh, the guys have been able to, quote-unquote, survive, right? Uh, We go into the stretches. We win three. We lose three. We win six. We lose five. But uh, I think the record indicates who we are. You know, this is where we at. And uh, it's kind of like how the season has been, to be honest with you. Yeah, so with that being said, I mean, you're, 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 the goal of, you know, making the postseason is still attainable, right? I mean, that's not something that, you know, you know, you're talking about it's been a grind. With everything that's happening, you're still in a decent position to make a postseason run. Yeah, but, we, I mean, we got to start picking it up. I know, obviously, everybody looks at the wild card and, um, you know, more teams – make it into the playoffs, but at one point, you got to start making a move. You know, if you start 500, it's going to be hard, right? Um, I think right now we're, what, four five games back from, from the last wild card spot. Uh, is it a lot? No. Is, is, is it, you know, obtainable? Of course, yes. But uh, I think we have to be more consistent in uh, maintaining the winning streaks, you know, going into that run of winning 15 out of 20. Uh, and, and I think every team in the big leagues, they had that, you know, at one point you're going to win seven, you're going to win eight. But uh, we have to be more consistent at that. So far, we haven't. Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox with Gresh and Fourier. Alex, last year, a lot of anxiety going into the deadline, a lot of emotion coming out of and after that trade deadline. Are you expecting the same this year? As far as... Uh... Just player reaction, expectation, things like that. It felt like for about a week it got a little topsy-turvy, maybe even, in my opinion, a little bit of mixed messaging. Is it always that way with the deadline, with the anxiety and the reaction, regardless of how good or bad a team you are, or is it really connected to looking upstairs and waiting for the front office as a player to kind of help you guys? 
Yeah, I think uh, every team goes through it. Um, I can tell you, for for example, um, you know, when I was playing with the Dodgers in 2003, 2004, right? In 2003, uh, we were hanging in there in the NL West, and uh, we were thinking about getting, like, a, a big first baseman. And at that point, we got Robin Ventura, who's a, a great player. But at that point, you know, as a group, we thought we were getting – you know, like an all-star kind of like caliber player. Uh, in 2004, we are in first place in the NL West. Uh, I think we were like five games up. And uh, Rev Paul Di Podesta, who ended up being the GM for the for the Cleveland Browns, you know, he was a new GM with the Dodgers. And, uh, you know, we had a pretty good team. And he ended up trading Paul LaDuca, uh, Guillermo Mota, who was probably the best setup guy in the big leagues, ended up trading Dave Roberts to the Red Sox, who was probably one of our, you know, one of the best leadoff hitters in the, in the big leagues. And we, we felt it, you know, so I think, you know, obviously the reaction last year wasn't perfect. You know, uh, there were some guys that they were very vocal about it, but then at the end, one of the things that I learned over the course of my career as a player or as a manager, you got to show up the next day and you're going to play. Right. And uh, I think that's, that's the, the beauty of, 162, the beauty of having the training deadline and understanding that it's not over. You still have to get, uh, have, uh, keep playing good baseball, you know, and, uh, you know, we have different examples, you know, in 2018, a lot of people thought that we were going to get, you know, a top of the line starter and we ended up with Nate Ivaldi. At one point, a lot of people were disappointed and all of a sudden Nate became the guy he, he was. Uh, Steve Pierce wasn't a big blockbuster trade. It was just a, a piece of the puzzle, and he did an amazing. So it's an interesting time. I think it's more for the media than anything else, all the drama, the players. Yeah, they get it, but uh, at the end of the day, you got to keep playing. Yeah, I know, obviously, and we're talking to Alex Cora, uh manager of the, of the Boston Red Sox, and I look at it just, you know, 43 and 43. You talk about, like, the grind and, you know, lots of injuries, overcoming a lot of uh, adversity, but you're still technically in it. So when it comes to making these moves, you know, I'm just curious how 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 you view it and how the team and the players would view it. Does does the team make the case for you to high and bloom, or do you make the case to high and bloom? Uh, we sit down and we're realistic about where we at, and uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you put in on the table, right? Where we at, you know, in the in the, in the standings, uh, how we project, you know, the rest of the season, uh, where we at injury wise, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of a lot of stuff and uh, thinking always about the, the, the present of the organization and the future. I think that's, that's how it works out. And, um, you know, last year, you know, after all that stuff, we ended up having, getting two good players from Houston, Valdez and Abreu. Um, that's, that's the way it works. And uh, people are going to be disappointed if we become sellers. People are going to be probably disappointed if we, if we become buyers. You know, that's that's how it works in the outside world. But uh, where we add, where we see it, is always, you know, a combination of everything. And hopefully we put ourselves in a situation that we can be aggressive and add and uh, keep getting better and uh, make a run uh, for the playoffs. So I'm just curious, and maybe this is like the, the a crude way of actually saying it because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in this position so is it is it kind of like you, you get together and you're talking to Bloom and you go over the situation, the state of the union, where you're at, go, eh, not, this team isn't worth investing in for this season. Is that too much of a, 
I guess, a broad stroke of how it happens? Or is that closer to, like, the reality of the situation if everyone is being honest? No, I just believe you have to be honest with the organization, with where we at. That's the most important thing. And whenever they ask my opinion, I give my opinion, you know, uh, from not from the heart, you know. Going through the summer, we don't, we don't, we don't agree in in the way we see see things. But at the same time, that's the beauty of of business, right? Or, or running organizations that everybody's going to see it the same way. But at the end, you have to do, you know, what is uh, how you said uh, beneficial for the organization, and then you know we move on to whatever decision we make as a group. Uh, Alex, any further update on Trevor Story? Can we expect him in the lineup soon? Um, don't expect him in the lineup soon, but he's he's feeling great, man. Yesterday he faced John Shriver, who actually is trending in the right direction, and he, he should be with us sooner rather than later. But Trevor is making all the throws. He's swinging the bat. Um, you know, um, I, I'm not going to give you a timetable, but... As far as like the rehab assignment, it's coming soon. And, um, you know, obviously this is a guy that we envision as a game changer, not only on the offensive side of it, but defensively running the bases. And uh, the way he's moving, the way he's feeling about himself, you know, we, we're in a good spot with him. So hopefully that happens soon. Alex, thanks for the time. As always, we appreciate it. We'll uh, catch you next week, I do believe, during the All-Star break, although I'm sure we'll uh, firm all that up. Thank you, friend. Have a good weekend. Yeah, we'll talk from the water park next week. Oh, (laughs) baby. Oh, good water slide talk with Alex Corey. Alex, thank you.